another episode of Unapologetically Joy. My name is Joy, I'm the host of this podcast and today we got another special guest and that is Andreas Hofman and he's a transformative coach, an entrepreneur and the owner of spiritual entrepreneurs Costa del Sol. I recently joined one of his events and I met so many amazing people. It was always a struggle for me to meet spiritual people here in Malaga, so I'm so happy that he started this community. So I'm so excited to have Andreas on a podcast today and share his story about how spiritual entrepreneurs Costa del Sol started and why did he move to Malaga in the first place? But before we go into the episode, don't forget to follow me on Spotify, subscribe on our YouTube channel and follow me on TikTok and Instagram. And don't forget to leave five stars on Spotify. It really helps me to boost my podcast. So thank you so much and let's go to the episode. Enjoy. Welcome, Andreas. Welcome, uh, everyone. And hello, Joy. And uh, yeah, I'm super grateful to be here. And before we dive into your professional achievements, I would like to take a step back and learn more about you and how you grew up. Um, you live now in Malaga, but you grew up in Germany, right? Yeah, in, uh, in a small town called Erlangen. Uh, Adidas and Puma had their headquarter, have their headquarters there. So uh, wow, that's really cool. <laughs> but it, yeah, Siemens okay. also, and but it's a it's a small town. Okay, and how was it to live there? How was it to live there? I mean, um, colder than in Spain for sure. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and um, I mean, uh, it's. Yeah, it, it can be nice. And uh, this this question, we can go really deep already with there because uh, yeah, of course, yeah. Um, we, we bring ourselves always with us. Yeah. So if you are a depressed person, you have a, a you will be depressed in Germany, but you will be also depressed in Spain. And so it was, uh, yeah, it was it was nice to grow up there. Um, but uh, the people are a bit closed and uh, close-minded and uh, yeah yeah i really recognize that because i'm from the north of the netherlands also from a small town and people were there also really close-minded for example i lived in madrid when i was 18 for an internship and i was actually in a newspaper you was in the newspaper because yeah. you went to madrid yeah wow <laughs> That's, yeah. that was easy yeah so that was really crazy actually so was it the same for you too when you uh, moved to another country um, when when did you actually move to uh, Malaga the the funny thing is um, I'm 35 now and until I was uh, 28 I never thought I'm going to leave my hometown mm. Okay. But uh, but with 28, suddenly a, a new thought came up and it was kind of, hey, go move to Berlin to, to go after your dreams. And I was kind of, okay. And I, uh, and I moved to Berlin. And then on some point, uh, yeah, kind of I ended here in Spain by accident. It was not like, uh, it was not like a plan. It was more like a, the motorcycle trip from uh, mm. from berlin to andalusia because i have a mm. friend here uh, close to Cadiz, and i wanted to visit mm. her and uh, stay stayed also some months there to to live there 
And but then a, a new thought came up again. It was kind of, hey, uh, leave your motorcycle here, fly back to Berlin, spend the summer there, and come back in October. And I was kind of okay. <laughs> and wow. in in Malaga itself, I live uh, since uh, January two thousand twenty-two. Okay, okay, and. So you grew up in a small city and at 28, you got this thought all of a sudden, mm. uh, was it your intuition talking to you? Definitely. Yeah. Because it was, it was so clear. And, um, I had this, I had this often in my life that, uh, how can I say when I started with personal development, when I was 21, I uh, the, the, I read everywhere. You have to plan your life, and you have to plan your fi uh, the the five year plans, the ten year plans. And so back in the days, the the question was kind of what does or what do I want from life? And nowadays, the question is more and more what does life want from me? Mm. And when uh, life or whatever we want to call it uh, wants mm. me in Spain, I go to Spain. Mm -hmm. And are you really happy about that decision now? I mean, uh, I'm aware that I have a, a, a very good life here. I'm aware that I have a lot of things to be grateful. And I'm aware that, for example, when people see my Instagram and so on, and that they could have thoughts like, oh my God, if I would have the life like Andreas has, uh, I, I would be happy all the time. And yeah, but you can also have bad days here in Spain. So uh, I already mentioned because you're always bringing uh, yourself with uh, with you. Mm. So, but but in general, yeah, of course, I can say, uh, yeah, I'm I'm happy, I'm grateful to be here. And but I also, of course, I have some bad hours or bad days. Yeah, of course. Did you also think you wanted to become an entrepreneur before? Yeah, sure, sure. It was, um, I think, when I was 18 or 19, mm. the the first time I, I, I realized, okay, there is no other option for me than uh, mm. becoming, uh, having my own business. Mm. And I also, I started my own business, my first own business when I was 21. Okay. And what did you do? Uh, it was kind of sales in, um, in, in finance and investment and so on. And um, it's very interesting because when I look back on my uh, life nowadays, how everything came, uh, it was kind of, there was a kind of a, it seems like there was a journey because when I, when I started with 21 and this kind of, um, yeah, sales, uh, and in sales, there are always people involved. And uh, so there I realized, hey, it's super cool to, to work with people. It's super cool to, 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 mm -hmm. to, to teach them. And uh, what, what I did back there was kind of uh, financial advising. So really, because the most people, they don't have uh, an idea how money work, how much they will get if they retire mm -hmm. and so on. And so I was kind of, kind of training the people there. And they realized, hey, it's so cool to teach people. And when I was uh, 25, uh, there was the opportunity to become a trainer inside this company. So you were mm -hmm. kind of inside the company, uh, but you were, self you were self employed. And so with 25, then I became a trainer there and I, I trained the salespeople. I uh, uh, trained also our trainees, did product, uh, um, uh, that, that showed our new products to the salespeople and so on. Mm. And so I was uh, a step closer to that, what I'm doing now. 
uh, I realized, okay, this is teaching is nice, but this is not what I want to do. And so a year later, I, I started a startup with two friends. And it was, um, we wanted to create an online course, sports and nutrition. And mm -hmm. there I was kind of the guy for the content. I was, uh, I was writing my own blog posts. I um, uh, did uh, videos and so on. And, uh, and there I learned a lot of the, the, um, the opportunities which, uh, which comes with the working online. I mean, nowadays, everyone knows about passive income and so on. But mm -hmm. when we started this in 2015, I think this was a completely new world and so on. Mm -hmm. And there I, there I learned a lot um, about online businesses and so on. And we ended the startup um, kind of six months later uh, because of the other both were both super dominant and crashed at, e at each other. But when we ended this, I was kind of happy because I knew, okay, okay, now I can start my own business. Mm -hmm. And so I started the first, um, yeah, the first business in personal development. It was only writing. I uh, wrote blog posts. Later, I also wrote a, a book. And um, yeah, and for, for that, uh, on that moment where I, when I worked on this own stuff, uh, the the thought came up, kind of, hey, you have to go to Berlin, you uh, to to mm -hmm. go after your dreams. And in Berlin, then on one point came uh, the thought, kind of, hey, you want to work with people, and uh, and so five and a half years ago, I took the decision to 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 become a coach. Mm. Wow, amazing! And how did you end up in Malaga then? Usually the winters I spend it in Asia, um, mm. but during COVID it was not possible. Oh yeah. And okay. uh, I, I made a motorcycle driving license in 2020, and Berlin is very flat, or the area around Berlin, so mm. there is not much really fun driving the motorcycle. Mm. And so I I knew I wanted first I want to drive more with the motorcycle, second I I wanted to travel. Uh, because uh, I, I was sitting in Berlin in the Corona winter, everything was closed mm. and uh, it was not fun. And so I wanted to travel. And third, I knew I have a, f uh, I have a friend close to Karas. And so on one point, it was kind of put these three things together and it was kind of, hey, grab your motorcycle and, mm. uh, and go from, from Berlin to, to Karas. And uh, yeah, I did this. And when I... I, I already kind of knew that I was done with Berlin. I, I didn't like it anymore. And um, so I, was, I gave myself two weeks in Barcelona to explore Barcelona with the intention to see, can I, can I imagine to live here? But um, I, I didn't like it. It was kind of, for me, the same things annoyed me, which annoyed me in um, Berlin too. Too much of everything is the short answer. Mm. And but there a new thought came up and it was kind of hey if you if you like it here in Andalusia you can leave the motorcycle here and mm. uh, fly back to Berlin and uh, then come back in in October mm. and so I liked it in Andalusia in close to Cardas mm. and uh, so I decided okay I leave the motorcycle here and I booked a flight from Malaga because direct flights I never was in Malaga before. Uh, and so I also, I, I thought, okay, uh, when I'm flying from Malaga, I give myself four, four days uh, to, to explore Malaga. And I was in Malaga for one hour and it was crazy because I, I, I thought how my, 
my my intellect was really going crazy because oh my god it's so nice here and can we imagine to live here that was kind of whoa and uh so it's it just felt right and when i came back in october i i still was uh, close to Cardiff. but of course when when something feels right i always try to go into the direction so i came back to malaga and i try okay is everything kind of falling on its place more or less by itself kind of is the way easy and it seems like uh, this was the way because a lot of things fall on the place like i found the flat and uh, yeah and so so i ended up here so it was not like a conscious decision one day kind of okay i want to live in malaga it was more like um, yeah i was guided yeah it was happening gradually yeah yeah for me it was the same actually because i used to live in holland and i was going to uh, malaga a lot because one of my friends has a bnb here so um yeah i spent a lot of time here also doing during COVID. and um then one day i just realized i felt so much better here and so relaxed so i thought why not live here um, but it was really difficult to get an apartment because um, I didn't have a contract. So, uh, but and and I also wanted to live at the beach. So I got a lot of things that I wanted. So um, mm. yeah, but now I finally find something at the beach. So I'm really happy. And um, I actually came here with uh, one of my best friends, but um, she's back to the Netherlands again uh, because of her work and uh, she met also a guy so it's a little bit complicated to live here but um yeah i'm really happy actually yeah that i make the decision yeah and the, the cool thing is here are a lot of cool people yeah <laughs> especially at spiritual entrepreneurs costa del sol yeah yeah <laughs> But how, Especially how, there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but how did it uh, start? Because, um, so you went to Malaga and you, you started to live here and how did it start for you? This, this community? Mm, I mean, it was my, my intuition again, mm. because when I was, uh, I was, I was new here and I already had the idea okay i will probably live here long term mm. not only three months or something so uh, so i really was aware okay we will probably spend some time here and of course then you want to get to know like-minded people when mm. you uh when you um, because people are super important mm -hmm. and um and so i checked meetup i checked facebook for for events and of course there here are a lot of events here in the area but when i was new here there wasn't any events where i had the feeling okay there i can meet my people mm -hmm. and and so uh, a new idea came up again and was kind of okay so then do your own events mm -hmm. and i i did this and um yeah the the first event was really great and i was super motivated and mm. uh was very f inter it was very interesting because i just did what makes sense to me mm. and kind of then uh seven months later i looked back and it was kind of oh my god what was created through me 
Yeah. It was also, it was not a conscious decision that I want to build mm. this. It was more like I, it's, I was the medium and mm. it was created through me. Mm. So again, you really listen to your intuition. I hope so. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. But how can people more, uh, listen more to their intuition? Because sometimes you cannot really recognize his voice because sometimes it's your ego or sometimes it's your intuition or your higher self. How do you want to call it? But mm. how can mm. we listen more to our intuition? I mean, first of all, we all have this access to this intuition to our wisdom to our inner gps inner guidance system whatever we want to call this we all have this in every area of our life but the the, the very interesting thing is what all my clients have in common when they show up and of course they they show up with uh, if someone wants coaching if someone pays an amount of money to to work with a coach um of course, it's super important for them. The topic, what is this all about? Whatever this topic may be, relationships, business, uh, more happy, stre uh, less stress and so on. And um, so the kind of the problems are different with what they are showing up. But the common, the thing is what every client has in common is overthinking about that. Mm. And our thoughts when and it makes sense on a rational level when something is important um, think about this but um, when we have overthinking it's kind of it's more like it's creating a, a fog mm -hmm. and we get lost in this fog we don't know anymore what to do mm -hmm. I mean just today I had a I had a coaching uh, with a woman and she she wanted to get clarity about her business situation what she should do how she should go on what she should do and she puts a lot or she put a lot of pressure on herself mm. a lot of thoughts and i have to find a solution now and this is not helpful because with this thoughts uh, she creates even more fog mm. And in this situation, I always kind of suggest uh, be comfortable with not knowing. Mm. Because when you stop creating fog, new fog, the fog will go away. And then you have, on one point, you have the clarity. Mm -hmm. And it's working all the time. Mm -hmm. It's working all the time. Yeah. yeah. But because I'm, nobody I... have told us, we have this overthinking. On and on yeah, again. true. Yeah, I also experienced the same and I also try to sit back and just realize that my thoughts are not real. They are just creating something for, for the future or I'm thinking about the past and I just try to be in silence and just sometimes I just write it down and then I realize what am I thinking? This is not real, you know? Yeah. And it's, 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 it's always working. And I mean, everybody mm -hmm. experienced that, that we have, or we had, for example, a question mm -hmm. uh, and we didn't know the answer, but it wasn't that important. And so we let go. And mm -hmm. then uh, some hours later in the shower or when we took a walk, for example, then suddenly the answer popped up mm -hmm. and it's always working. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's amazing how it works. Like you're overthinking too much and it doesn't make sense, but everybody does it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you have maybe some other examples from clients you helped and that you see a really big uh, transformation? I mean, there are a lot transformations because um, what I'm doing in my coaching is uh, kind of we are exploring the question, how does life work? And this is not an, an understanding from the intellect. It's a spiritual understanding. Mm -hmm. And when you compare life to a game, and of course, the better you know a game, uh, the better results you are getting. Mm -hmm. It's very easy when you understand the underlying fundamental principles uh, mm. beyond life. You will get a better player. And of course, you will get better results. And there are huge transformation possible because mm. a huge transformation is often one thought away. Only mm. one thought away. A new thought can open a completely new world for you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think also self-development is also really connected with spirituality. In my opinion, no. Because no? the personal development is um personal development is more like working on the on the intellect, oh. working on the ego to mm. kind of to 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 change a negative belief for a better belief. Mm. But it's still like you are still in the kind of the prison. The true mm. transformation happens when you see that the prison is not there. It always looks like there is a prison, mm. but it's coming from your own intellect. And yeah. so spirituality is more like for me, like waking up from the intellect and personal, mm. the, the traditional personal development is more like um, uh, you have to get better to get mm. a kind of get a better ego, mm. but it's still an ego with its limitations. Mm -hmm. But of course, the kind of the borders between spirituality and personal development can be very uh, fluent. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Because when I was um, yeah, working on self-development, then I also um, yeah, came across spirituality because, you know, it has some like similarities with working on yourself. And yeah, I also understand that uh, working on your self-development is also uh, ego-driven, maybe. And what is the best advice you ever got from someone? Let me let me think. Well, I can't tell you tell you something now, or it doesn't uh, um, it doesn't um, come to mind now. But in my opinion, we are all our best, how can I say, consultants, coaches. Yeah, teachers, yeah. Because for, for, for yeah, teachers, um, mm -hmm. for example, when, when clients show up, I never tell them what to do. Because I know they have access to the same wisdom than I have access to, to my wisdom. Mm -hmm. And we all know knows best what's best for us. Mm -hmm. And so when, um, when now, now it comes to mind, what was the best advice? Um, this was kind of, uh, that we are the, uh, our best, um, that we are our best, uh, that we knows best what we, uh, no, that we knows best what is best for us. Mm -hmm. 
And in general, I would say the the whole understanding which I'm teaching now mm-hmm. uh, is the best advice what I ever gave to me. Because if I had learned this in school, my life would be like, oh my God. Yeah. It would be even more awesome. And uh... yeah, it's crazy that we don't learn this at school because it's really important how you deal with your emotions. Yeah. And I mean, um, what can I say? We don't learn this in school, I would say also innocently. Because, um, let me say it like this, when uh, to the first humans, there was no God uh, who gave them a manual, kind of, hey, this is how this life is working. It was more like, hey, have fun. Try try yourself out. Let's see what what will come. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I mean, every everybody is doing the best job uh, he or she can, can, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, if if our parents or our teachers uh, would have knew better, yeah, they would teach us better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that's true, actually. And how do you stay connected to yourself? Do you also have like a morning or night routine you do? I mean. Our, I would say our superpower is noticing. Mm. Our superpower is seeing what's going on. Mm. And for example, when I see that I'm stressing myself, or in general, when I see that I don't feel good, this is a very good moment to stick, take a step back. Mm. When I'm stressing myself, for example, and oh, what should I do now with my business? And when I'm noticing that, mm-hmm. um, I know that this is not helpful doing this. So I try to take a step back. Of course, meditation can be helpful or other techniques. But um, yeah, the, the kind of the, the, the final boss is still our normal life. Mm-hmm. How present can we be there? How loving can we be there? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so living in the now is really important. Living in the present, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you don't have like one morning routine you do every morning? Of course, I can say, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm meditating, then I'm doing yoga, I'm going to the sea the most of the days. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's more like that this makes sense to me. This is mm-hmm. not... I'm not doing this because uh, another person told me that you should have to do this. Uh It was more like, hey, I want to go to the sea every morning. Uh It was also coming from from myself. Yeah, and I mean, it's always Uh so easy to look kind of in the outside. What should I do? What are the right techniques? Which strategies I should use? Uh But uh, yeah, the the true answer you will find inside. Uh Yeah. Yeah, true. And did you also try uh, plant medicines because you are really into spirituality? Sure. What kind of things did sure, you try? Sure, and they can. <laughs> I uh, I tried ayahuasca, um, hmm. mushrooms, for example, and um, it can be very helpful. It can be very, very, very helpful to get new perspectives. I mean, it's also again, it's um, very. Uh, it depends on the person, I would say. Mm-hmm. 
for for some persons this can be helpful so this can be a part of their way for some people don't so mm-hmm. there is no again there is not um there is not the, the one right way you have to do it mm-hmm. like this and so on but mm-hmm. for me i mean i have a very 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 strong intellect and mm-hmm. um for for me it really can help to or for people in general with the the strong intellect it can really help to get new perspectives to to take a look beyond the intellect Mm-hmm. And how was that ayahuasca experience for you? Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I I don't have a good I don't have a good time there. I'm suffering all the time because I'm yeah. resisting. <laughs> and what did you learn during this uh, trip? Infinite things, infinite mm-hmm. things. I mean, it's so hard to describe uh, the undescribable. Mm-hmm. And I mean, on the, uh, really on the first ayahuasca, it was crazy because I was so, I was so connected with everything. I was also, I, I knew exactly, I mean, we talked about a lot of kind of this guiding intelligence there. And on my, on my Mm -hmm. first ayahuasca, it was really, it was so clear what to do to kind of um the the intellect of course freaked completely out it was kind of oh we were, you have to leave here and but um on the how can i say on the on the edgy rough surface mm. i was aware that there was a deeper layer under that mm. and this deeper layer knew exactly what i should do even with the smallest things and this was really um this was really 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 interesting mm. and so it's um it's always there this 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 guiding intelligence but often we are not connected with this deeper layers we are on the surface mm. the mm. intellect which is telling us oh we should have to shoot uh, we should have to do this we should have to do that and don't do this and da 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 yeah, we just have to listen to our guides. But uh, did you have like uh, specific lessons you learned? Surely, surely. But I mean, for me, it's really, it's really hard to let go. Mm. And so, kind of, my my ego is resisting the medicine. Oh, really? And so I can't. I uh, yeah, I was not really. Uh, I, I'm not really able to let go into and go full into mm. that. And, uh, and, and of course I, I, I gained, get a lot of insights from that. And of course I, when I did this, I, I felt super enlightened and so on. But mm-hmm. the, the challenge is not when you are, when you are feeling enlightened, when you did some medicine, the challenge is again, uh, your daily life, your daily mm-hmm. level of consciousness. Again, how, how present can you be? How, how loving can you be? Because I also did a cacao ceremony last weekend and it was mm-hmm. amazing. And I didn't thought it was such a good experience. I thought it was, okay, I'm just gonna feel really happy about it because I'm gonna drink chocolates or pure chocolates. And yeah, it it felt like, yeah, I was in love or something, you know? I was really connected with everything. And that's actually where we came from. We are love and we are divine. But yeah, I just realized like, this is like, this is this feel, actually feels like home. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Ca- cacao is beautiful. Yeah. Do you did you also try it? 
I mean, I have kind of nine kilos of cacao here. Oh, really? <laughs> but uh, cacao, yeah, yeah. Cacao is uh, from, from, I don't know, from five different countries. And wow. um, yeah, but, but cacao is, you can't compare a cacao to the ayahuasca, for example. No, 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 no. Because cacao is way more subtle and, mm -hmm. um, but it's, uh, it's beautiful. Very, mm -hmm. very beautiful plant. And some people actually use it every day. Would you recommend that? I mean, um, let, let me say it like this. It really depends. Mm -hmm. there, is no, there is no universal answer again. Yeah. Um, but I mean, of course, cacao you can do every day. Mm -hmm. But in, in, in my experience in general, um, substances in general, they are losing their magic when you're doing them too often mm -hmm. so it's yeah. uh, it's more like okay then i'm i'm going kind of on, on a diet also try to to um, on a on a diet of for example cacao and then when i do the next time cacao it will be it will be stronger mm -hmm. but of course cacao i also in the in the winter for example when i when i uh, i always uh, went to the sea in the winter and after that, when I came home, hot shower and cacao, <laughs> taking some time for myself. It was really nice. Yeah. Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, I just decided that uh, I also want to buy cacao for myself because I did a ceremony with, uh, with Dani. I also met her on Spiritual Entrepreneurs, actually. And, um, yeah, cool people. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we did a ceremony a ceremony together and after that we did a podcast. So it's a really loving podcast. <laughs> and how do you see your future with spiritual entrepreneurs? Honestly, I don't know. And mm. uh it's not my job to know that. Mm. My my job is to know what is the next step. And yeah. uh if I know what's that, then I do this. I, I realized for myself the spiritual entrepreneurs uh, works way better the less ego from my side is involved. Mm. And and so I try to just make the things which uh, what makes the most sense for me. Mm. And I mean right now it seems like that we have some new events and so on. And um, I mean right now unfortunately I don't have so much time for the spiritual entrepreneurs. Um, but it's super important for me that it goes on, and so there are now some, some, uh, some, some people uh, working uh, with the spiritual entrepreneurs, and um, yeah, and I'm I'm really grateful for that because in the first year I did do everything alone, mm -hmm. and it was hard work with a community for uh, with over thousand five hundred people. Yeah, it's a lot of pressure. Yeah, and and so right now I'm trying. How can I say to 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 um to give away as much as possible. Learn also to to trust other persons, mm -hmm. because um how can I say it was really like um this is really a, a process for me right now also to to um to to kind of to get employees and so on and mm. um. Uh, to to let go of control. There we are again with the control. Mm. Yeah. And um, I mean, I have right now. I have some other things to deal with. And but when it's done, I I want to come back kind of fully, 
and uh, have some cool ideas what I want to do. But we will see what the future will bring. Yeah. And uh, again, my my job is just to just to go with that what uh, what comes. Yeah. So we are Whatever at the same point. Like. Just uh, just be present and uh, listen to your intuition and not to your ego. Yeah. Exactly. Mm -hmm. We are always coming back to that uh, to that point. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I think this is a perfect ending for the podcast. Uh, mm. So everybody has to follow spiritual entrepreneurs Costa del Sol, of course. And I'm doing now the Instagram. So I'm really proud of that. Thank you very much, Joy. <laughs> thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, of course. And I think um, this is really needed, uh, especially for Malaga, because I thought I could never find like-minded people here. So that's why I'm also supporting you with your Instagram, because, um, yeah, we really need this. Um, and also Andreas Hofman, 411 is your Instagram, right? 411, yeah, yeah. Yes. Okay. So I will put all the links in the description. Uh, but before we leave, do you have some nice words to say to the audience? I mean, uh, first of all, I want to thank you, Joy, uh, to, to invite me here. Uh, second, uh, again, um, second words, I want to thank you again also for doing uh, the Instagram. It really helps us. And uh, yeah, to the some nice words to the people. Um, yeah. Probably a lot of people from the spiritual entrepreneurs Costa del Sol are hearing this, and mm -hmm. I also want to thank these people because uh, it would not be uh, the same without you. And I'm I'm so grateful that I can that I can host this here, and I I really think it needs this 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 conscious space where people can can connect with each other um, without any masks, and. Mm -hmm. um, humanity needs more of that because mm. we can we can make a change we can we can change the world of course um it's a it's a bit of a long way but um yeah when we when we can support each other mm. we can we can create a better world together and uh, even kind of when when 10% of the population gets more aware uh, this will make the difference and mm -hmm. this is kind of our job when we are listen to to podcasts like this um that we that we make a difference in the world that we are kind of um yeah what can i say um that we are the best persons we can be and here we coming again to how much present can we be how how loving can we be and this this makes mm -hmm. a difference presence and love and not listen on the chatter of the ego all the time yeah well beautiful well thank you so much for coming and i want to thank everyone for listening and i will see everybody in the next episode bye-bye goodbye